This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So on this week's episode, speaking of Kate Middleton, we have some very major royal news that broke yesterday to discuss. This podcast is timed very well to dig into that. I know. It's almost Mm -hmm. like Kate Middleton and William, like they really took our podcast into consideration when figuring out the the timing of this announcement. Um, But we'll also talk. I imagine the queen like looking at our production schedule and being like, let's do it. They're doing a Tuesday this week. Let's make sure we announce this on a Monday. (laughs) We'll also hear what George Clooney has to say about his twins and find out how Beyonce spent her 36th birthday. Okay, so as I'm sure most people listening to this, because we have the most diligently kind of attuned royal fans, I think, in the world listening to us, I feel like everyone must know Kate Middleton's pregnant. I was kind of shocked yesterday when I saw this, but the reason they announced it was that she was going to make an appearance yesterday at a children's center in London but she was not going to be making this appearance because she's having severe morning sickness. So the palace released a statement in which they explained that William and Kate are expecting their third child. And it says that the queen and members of both families are delighted with the news. As with her previous two pregnancies, the Duchess is suffering from, I I've like shouldn't at this point, having written about the Royals for as long as I have, know how to pronounce what Kate has, but I'm not even going to try to pronounce this thing she gets, but it's severe morning sickness. And she's being cared for at Kensington Palace. So, Julie, were you surprised yesterday by this news that they're having that George and Charlotte are about to have a younger sibling? Yes, I I was kind of having a rough week, but this really lifted my spirits. I was I was surprised because when they were on their recent tour, where was it in Poland? Yeah. Kate Kate kind of like made a joke about they need to have more kids. I think someone gave them a teddy bear. Yeah, designed. so so they. I guess this teddy bear was clearly designed for a newborn. And then Kate said, we will just, like she laughed when they gave it to her, and she said, we will just have to have more babies. Right, so I was surprised because uh, was she pregnant then? Do we know when she's expecting? Uh, so a, a few of the different kind of commentators, the Daily Mail, I think, suggested that she's maybe between eight weeks and 12 weeks someone else said definitely first trimester she made an appearance on wednesday for the kind of ceremony for princess diana's uh they were dedicating this part of the garden to her in kensington palace and i think you can see there that she doesn't look and to me at least like a very (laughs) unnuanced pregnancy spotter she does not look at all pregnant you would never you would never know so she's definitely not very far along and I guess they, they made the, the announcement about Charlotte on September 8th. And she was ended up being delivered, I think, around May. So people think maybe around May is when we'll see this third kid. Oh, interesting. Okay, this is good to know. Josh, did you have any idea? And how do you think they broke it to uh, George and Charlotte? Yeah, I was wondering that because I feel... Yeah, Charlotte's May 2nd. Wow, I'm good. Uh, so... 
Well, because so then so that that takes me into this Prince Harry part of it because Harry was asked on his way in to some sort of engagement by an intrepid TMZ style reporter who kind of shouted at him. Did you see this video clip? No. It was like kind of right after the news had broke, probably like an hour after. You don't really usually see the royals get like questions peppered at them in the way like Scott Disick would. But <laughs> she but he seemed kind of caught off guard, I thought. Like the way I was reading his sort of body language and he answered the questions in a very appropriate way. He said he was feeling fantastic about the news. But then they asked him how Kate was doing, because obviously she gets very sick. And I don't know what you think about this, but he said he hadn't seen her in a while, but that she was doing, he thought she was doing okay. But he definitely saw her on Wednesday because they were at that Diana service together. Right, they toured Kensington Palace Gardens together. Right. Like, you think it would have definitely <laughs> come, come up. up. And then, but it's also just kind of funny to me. He said he hadn't seen her in a while. I mean, I don't know what their definition of while is, but like, I, I sometimes go like four months without seeing my sister in law, which is, I don't have, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like, I wouldn't see a sibling for that. It seemed like kind of a funny answer to me, and maybe like he was avoiding addressing something, but I, maybe I'm totally reading into that too much. No, it did seem very odd. I'm very curious, though, how they broke the news to George and Charlotte. Oh, right. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's also a really big week in general because George starts school on Thursday. So I feel like he's maybe has maybe he's stressed out like, organizing his clothes and his outfits for the week, you know? Like, I feel like he has a lot on his mind. But I guess they had to tell him because you know other kids at school are going to bring this stuff up. I envision him having one of those clueless-style closets, but it, instead of... <laughs> it's like all knee socks. All and shorts like, and knee socks, yeah. That's so true. Well, I don't know. Do you think that Charlotte... How old is Charlotte, too? Is she capable of understanding? Yeah, I guess she is. Maybe they did one of those. What's that thing where you cut the cake to find out if it's a boy or a girl? Oh, a gender reveal. <laughs> I was going to say maybe if they explained it in like balloons or balloon oh, yeah. formation. She seems very into balloons. I would love if Meghan Markle threw them a gender reveal party. <laughs> Can you imagine? I feel like Meghan's already sent like seven arrangements and tablescape for babies or I don't know, some sort of crib rustic tree or something. Oh, also, interesting note about Charlotte is that a lot of the things I read yesterday made a point of noting. So now Harry is sixth in line to the throne. He used to be fifth in line. So it's like a demotion for Harry. But I also liked it. This is kind of morbid, but a lot of the kind of write-ups made a point of sort of implying, oh, well, now Harry definitely will probably never be king as if somehow before he had this great chance. Um, <laughs> right. Like he just moved from fifth to sixth. Like now his hopes of becoming king look even worse. And then <laughs> Charlotte. So Charlotte's now, Charlotte was fourth in line. And this new num baby number three will be fifth in line. But interestingly, before William and Kate got married, before t 2011, this if it was a boy, their third kid, he would have jumped ahead of Charlotte on the line of succession, which is crazy to me. But 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 now that the new rule has passed, Charlotte will stay above even if it's a boy. I know the way they phrase it always. I don't know what it's like to grow up in a country, I guess, with a, a monarchy. But it's like they just have this jumbotron of like rankings <laughs> at all times. Yeah, it is. Isn't, isn't it weird to know where you stand? Like I'm number five. He's number six. Oh, Uncle Harry's here. You know, I don't know. He's number six. It's just kind of a funny thing. Also, what do you think Megan said about Harry going from number five to number six? 
I don't even know. I just imagine that she had like a private Pinterest board of like baby nursery ideas. And maybe she thought this was a really good time to like add Kate. Like she invited her to view the Pinterest board, but like Kate immediately deleted that email. And meanwhile, Kate's like suffering from morning sickness. The last thing she needs is like a Meghan Markle email right now. Uh, It's like immediately goes like forwarded to Pippa and then to spam. Wait. So also, there's already odds, which I think is awesome, of what the name is going to be. Right. I love how fast they are. Okay. And you have written down here in the script that Alice is the most popular choice with odds at eight to one. But why is that? Is is that a name that runs in the family, Josh? Do you have any idea? No. And I was interested. I, I made a mental note, which I, in the Labor Day doldrums yesterday, I did not do my complete research into the name Alice, but I am not sure if any of our listeners know why Alice would be the most popular choice, let us know. And that's followed by Elizabeth, James, and Arthur. God, I probably may, may regret saying this, but let's hope it's not Arthur. <laughs> I know, but I kind of want to meet that Arthur. <laughs> like George, Charlotte, and Arthur. And then the odds on gender are equal for if it's a boy or a girl. And the odds that she has twins are 33 to 1. God, twins would be wild. That would be so um, wild. George, Charlotte, and Alice. I like that. George, George, Charlotte, Charlotte, and James. Is James uh, Kate's brother's name? Yes, and I feel like that's confusing. Oh my gosh, but how fantastic would it be if they just went totally outside the box and had like... I know. I don't know. I feel like, what if they named it like Jaden or, you know, Madison? (laughs) Just I always think it's so funny (laughs) to think about in the context of their kind of like the insane formality of the royal family if they gave it some extremely modern, bizarre name. Right. Uh, My friend has a kid and she was telling me some of the names of like her kid's classmates, like Rebel, Porter, some really insane. I don't know. What about if it was like Rogue? Well, could they, (laughs) I would love that. Well, could you, I could see, what about like Mia? I, I wish it was something a little more, modern i know they can't do that or whatever but why not someday they're gonna have to do that uh, leave that to harry and megan yeah harry and megan's kids are gonna be named like crane and <laughs> like <laughs> oblong or something speaking of megan how do we think so we should note megan's on the cover of vanity fair today she there's still no engagement announcement i saw some people kind of commentating yesterday that maybe that the engagement was going to be kind of farther off now because of this baby news i think now it's going to be interesting. This is a big royal... I feel like this is the season premiere for the next season of the royal family, kind of, or something. And we're getting really good storylines set into motion, which are the Kate pregnancy announcement and this Megan Vanity Fair cover. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. The Megan and, the Megan and Harry thing, I feel like, could go in so many different directions. I'm not convinced at all anymore that it's going to go in a good direction. Wow. The palace knew when the story was being published and hitting newsstands. Yeah. So with with that in mind, it's interesting to note when Kate decided to announce Her the pregnancy. pregnancy news. Yes. Literally 24 hours before, right? Yep. I love it. And I was pleased to see that she made some sort of artisanal bread for the reporter, um, which seems very Megan and very on brand. And I appreciate that. And I guess she also said she doesn't read any press, including Suits Press. But 
Yeah, I think that is interesting to think about that she says she doesn't read anything related to her or Harry or their relationship. But also interesting for someone to say that, oh, they don't really pay attention to press as they're participating (laughs) in a cover interview. Just an interesting side note. I agree. And also, I'm interested to see another kind of plot line that's in motion in addition to the Kate Strand and the Megan Strand is that Us Magazine had a report last week before any of this came out about Kate's pregnancy that Kate and Pippa want to get pregnant at the same time. And that that's like a plan of theirs, I guess. But then a week later, obviously, we have the Kate announcement. So also to look out for is if Pippa's pregnancy will be announced soon. I would love that. I think mm. I always think that's so cute. When yeah, sisters are pregnant at the same time. I think that would be really sweet. Right. Also, just think about all the photo ops they could have with all these babies crawling all over each other. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Do you think George is pleased with this news? Does he want to share the spotlight well, with another I don't another know. Sibling? I don't know if you had this thought, too. But and I think I'm only going since we grew up with William and Harry as our kind of iconic British royals, the idea of having three kids jarred me for a second. And I saw there's this royal commentator I follow on Twitter who's great. And she was saying, I'll find her name later and put it in the comments. I'm blanking on it right now. But she said that the, that, that that's because I guess people were noting that it's like tradition or more typical to have just two kids but she thinks that has more to do with just divorce getting in the way than anything related to feeling like two kids was the cutoff. Um, but I guess it's just because of William and Harry we feel that way. Right. I mean, Charles has more than another one other sibling. Uh, so I don't know. I guess it's like depends. And Elizabeth just said Margaret, right? Yes. I I very much expect this to be a girl. Do you have any expectations? Oh. When you said Alice and then it registered for me that you like, oh, this could be now George with two younger sisters. That felt right. That clicked somehow. This is a very baby centric episode. I'm realizing now. Um, Oh, no. But I guess first we're going to talk about Beyonce, who just had twins. Who just had twins and who just celebrated her 36th birthday. Was that yesterday? Yeah, big day yesterday. The Kate pregnancy announcement and Beyonce's birthday. It's bold to announce your pregnancy on Beyonce's birthday, but I feel like only Kate Middleton can do that and still steal most of the headlines. Right. Agreed. And so had Jay-Z just started his Made in America tour? So Made in America is just a festival. So it was Saturday and Sunday in new jersey and he did the he sang happy birthday to beyonce on sunday i thought it was very sweet he was on stage he asked everybody in the audience to sing happy birthday to beyonce she was in the audience herself like in a special vip section with uh michelle williams so as josh was saying it kind of adds it would be a lot of pressure to be sung to by thousands and thousands of people while a camera is trained on your face for the reaction but like beyonce of course looked so so cool cool. i know it It, was like bobbing her head she had sunglasses on she i really like this is not related necessarily specifically to this but just in general the fact that she's still so tight with kelly and michelle i always just really appreciate that because uh, right. Michelle from Destiny's Child was right next to her when Jay-Z started this public sing-along. I don't know. It just like plays into my anxieties. To have everyone singing happy birthday to me at a music festival sounds like such a horror show to me. <laughs> but, okay, I'm taking mental <laughs> note to never like jump on stage. I, I, when, when I Coachella next year where I'm flying through the air on my scooter. When we go see Britney in Vegas. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think that's our like you know at the end when they always say and like we're, what you know how Jimmy Kimmel's always says you know next time we'll have Matt Damon I feel like ours is when we see Britney in Vegas though we actually should do it I sh- we shouldn't make that like a joke anymore uh, okay so then also that what so this tribute we have to discuss to Beyonce on the on her website so they got all these really famous women to pose in her sort of iconic formation music video look uh, it's kind of bold it's great it's very striking looking they got michelle obama to do it they got serena williams to do it blue ivy tina kelly and michelle uh but no solange i didn't notice that such a good observation and it's it's the look with her um she's wearing that wide brimmed hat she's almost in silhouette i guess yeah i was a little bit confused about no solange um but i guess it's what do you think my immediate observation or reaction was they really had michelle obama do this like couldn't this have been photoshopped it just seems like michelle has better things to do with her time oh it's like a truther kind of argument <laughs> so you don't think that's michelle no 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 i do i do oh, i just oh it, they like, went to a lot of time and effort <laughs> oh i see i see what you're saying you're saying like of all the things to ask michelle to do I don't know. It was also, I thought there was going to be a video component. Gosh, we're like... <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. We're, we're really coming. In, we're really coming in hot from Labor Day weekend, like trashing the Beyonce birthday tribute. <laughs> First, we're questioning why they even made the waste their time, then like complaining there's no video. Yeah, I don't know. But I still think it's interesting that... Oh, also, my side note, which I just thought of, it's funny that you know Kim Kardashian wishes she even asked to take part in this <laughs> and is, like, sort of devastated she wasn't. Also, Gwyneth posted an amazing tribute to Beyonce on her Instagram last night. and I, I saw that. And I, I didn't know which red carpet it was from, though. It was from... It looked like it must be from a few years ago, right? Yes. Um. Yeah, I know. It was a great photo. Also, Josh noticed this morning that Gwyneth commented <laughs> on one of Tina's Instagram posts. Well, it's a great comment, too. I actually didn't even listen to this video that Tina... Was, what is Tina doing in this Instagram video? I did. It was actually very sweet because she was saying that there have been so many sad things happening in the world. She didn't feel like it was really appropriate to be posting corny jokes. Oh. But she felt like the world could kind of use a laugh. So she started telling this joke about like an old man who shuffles into like an ice cream parlor. And that's when I stopped. Has there ever been a bigger like discordant disconnect between a celebrity and their mother in terms of like public persona than Tina and Beyonce? No, Um, I love it so much. But But Gwyneth commented on this. Yeah, so Gwyneth commented, thank the Lord for you, Tina Lawson, which is going to be on our new In the Limelight t-shirts coming out next week. Is she wearing an East Hampton shirt? I think East Hampton. I also, I love the idea that maybe Tina Knowles has no idea who Gwyneth Paltrow is. And she's just like, who is this woman who's always posting in my comment section? She thinks it's like a fan. Uh, She's she's like, who's this Gwyneth? Yeah. Um, That is great. So how do we think Beyonce celebrated yesterday? I guess we don't really know. Um, We don't really know, but there were a bunch of photos of Beyonce and kind of like different outfits walking around the Made in America festival. And I just love that she was, she made this yellow raincoat look so cool. She was wearing it like kind of pushed off her shoulders and she had a Houston basketball jersey on underneath it, but she was just walking around Mm. like 
like she owned the place, which she essentially does, but all it, the Beyonce it, fan Twitter feeds were like posting every single cell phone shot. Yeah, I agree. I thought she looked great. I thought and kind of like interesting when she goes to a festival and doesn't perform and just kind of hangs out. Because it's like, I'm sure everyone there is just wishing she would make a cameo or do something on stage. Right. How do you think she celebrated her birthday? Mm, maybe she... I feel like lately she's been really taking part in these sort of, you know, the roller skating and these sort of wholesome... What was there? Something else like that where she did recently, uh, which seemed very sort of like on Beyonce. So I feel like she's channeling this sort of Americana... Maybe she went to like a fair <laughs> laser tag, a little paintball. Okay, so let's talk about some other famous twins. George and Amal had their kind of return to the public sphere. And these, there's some really good quotes about these twins. This is at the Venice Film Festival. Right. Venice Film Festival, and I have to, I should have connected with a fan, fan of the podcast. Yeah, did you get any scoop about the Venice Film Festival from our friend in Venice? Our friend in Venice, Maddie Marinay. She was there. We were kind of corresponding, messaging each other. She was posting really gorgeous photos of the film festival, but I have to reach out to her to see if she interacted with George at all. He was there to premiere his newest film, Suburbicon, which stars Matt Damon. Um, he and Amal kind of walked the red carpet. And then George, in promoting the, f- the film, uh, kind of offered some new details about their twins. So do you want to re- Can you read some of these quotes? They're just really funny to me. Okay. So George talking about the twins, Ella and Alex. They start out with a personality right off the bat. Alexander is a thug already. You saw him, he said to George, said to Matt Damon, he's a moose. <laughs> Literally, he just sits and he eats. And then I love, and so then Matt fires right back. He looks like he could bounce right now someplace in Hollywood, like checking IDs on the way into the nursery, Clooney added. <laughs> and then they, so they finished that description with moving into discussing Ella. And he and George says she's very elegant in all eyes. She looks like a mall, thank God. And then we talk a lot about baby names. I feel like recently because of Beyonce's kids and stuff. And he had something interesting to say about their their names, which is he said that him and Amal didn't want to have really dumb names. That's in quotes for their children. And he said we figured these kids are going to be looked at a lot and watched and have their every move sort of judged. And we wanted them to at least have a break with the names. So we looked for some sort of normal names. We didn't have any great inspiration. It wasn't Alexander the Great and Ella Fitzgerald. I like that. I love that rationale. I was curious too why they chose like such classic. I think this is really sweet. Of course, I'm trying to look for any possible like shadiness to it. I was like, is this somehow like a diss to Beyonce and Jay-Z? <laughs> but I'm sure that was not on George Clooney's mind whatsoever. Uh, no, I think this is a good rationale too, right? I, I agree. I think it's really cute. And I, I love your question here about <laughs> like, I wonder what Amal thinks about all of these uh all this info he's sharing is she like laughing does she think this is cute or is she like okay george yeah i mean i have a feeling alexander is going to grow up having a sense of humor given his i don't know right his dad has a good sense of humor i don't know about him all sense of humor but i think it's like calling him a thug and a bouncer i feel like he'll think is funny someday but i'm just i don't know <laughs> i feel like we don't have any sense of amal's persona like do we think she thinks is she she must be down with these kind of jokes 
It's not like they're that con- it's not like they're that controversial. I'm also making it like it's such a controversial joke. No, she must have a sense of humor to to be with George. I'm I'm very curious to know when the fr- like the public debut is going to be. You know, in the past, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt have, I think, shared photos with People Magazine in exchange for some like charitable donation. Yeah, yeah. I think eventually, God, it always just seems so stressful to me in all these situations that you have to kind of hide your your young children, you know? Like, I think they can't even, you can't even really take them out to, like, a park, right? No, it's true. You really can't. I think that they even were trying to walk them around in the backyard, but there was some crazy, like, Italian paparazzo, like, in the tree bending over the property line and uh, George and them all threatened to sue. I really like the Matt and George interplay, I must say. Sometimes that kind of that hokey back and it can be that back and forth can be kind of hokey, but in this case I find it kind of actually funny. Yes, and I am on Thursday going to Toronto to be at the Toronto Film Festival where George and Matt are scheduled to stop um, to take their film and I'm going to be in the Vanity Fair video suite with our uh, executive West Coast editor Krista Smith who's going to be doing amazing videos all weekend, but I am going to try to get some little Snapchat, Instagram Instagram stories for the in the limelight uh instagram feed but george and matt are supposed to stop by as well as a bunch of other exciting uh, who, who else are you stars. who else are you excited to see can you reveal any of the names jennifer lawrence javier bardem emma thompson kate winslet idris elba it's they really managed to get the top top talent so it should be a really good festival and hopefully i'll come back with a lot of details yeah, I feel like we need we need everyone's take on um, Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. I'm sure Jennifer Lawrence will love to talk about that. Actually, she probably would of any of them. She would. <laughs> I would. also would love to know what Kate Winslet thinks of them. Ooh, she's she's probably met Kate's met William and Kate. I bet Kate Winslet. Yes, sure. I agree. Anyways, we can't wait to get Julie's full download from Toronto, I guess, next week. I know. I'll be reporting from Toronto. So if anyone has any questions or wants me to look out for someone. Yeah, on the street. Also, you know what you really need to find? Meghan Markle's. This is maybe too creepy, but Meghan Markle's apartment. (laughs) I know. Is she just... Oh, she lives in Toronto. I I think she still lives there, right? I mean, the suits are still filming. filming suits. Okay, I'm going to hit the ground running. And I just want to, I'm curious what the locals think. Maybe they have a higher regard for suits than we do. Maybe you need to do some on the street suits kind of sourcing. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to, we'll hand off some highlights on the account over the weekend. Hand off some highlights. Wow. All right. That does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Let us know what you think anywhere you see fit. But on Apple Podcasts is always great. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss these subjects. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. Our Instagram is In the Limelight Pod. Uh, this episode was produced and edited by the wonderful Jordan Bell. Thanks to Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Until then, no bad energy.